This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. Thank you for stopping by. Well, I feel like anytime there's a big argument in the society in general, people like to throw in, well, if that happens, there's a slippery slope and, it, and this will happen. And I've fallen victim to it. And uh, I saw this video recently explaining how even if there's a 99% chance everything, something will happen if there's a series of events, like it goes down and down. And so I thought it'd be interesting to look at the slippery slope argument. And next time it comes up, I might think about differently. Um, a few examples are during the Vietnam War, the argument was if they fall and become communism, communist, the whole country will become communist. Uh, today, there's four communist states in the world, China, Cuba, Laos, and Vietnam. One was gay marriage. If you allow gay people to get married, um, they'll start marrying animals. I heard that. And if you legalize marijuana, that'll be a gateway drug and everyone will be on heroin shortly. So. It's it's very um, it fits a narrative. And I think people that like buying into propaganda, it's like a fun way to be like, well, if this happens, this is going to happen. But I think we need to look more critically when someone says that we can't do this because it's a slippery slope. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Is it slippery just to even answer? I can't remember the last time someone used the terminology. This is a slippery slope on me. But I hope the next time someone does. I'm drinking some tea and then I just spit it all over them. The next time someone's like, this is a slippery slope, Larry. Cause I just think that's ridiculous. I mean, people, I feel like I, I hear it more, more often than maybe I should, but maybe it's also in the political. It seems to maybe happen with political issues more than anything else, but uh, yeah, maybe just give them a spit take. So, I mean, essentially what this is, is situational and personal, right? I mean, all things are situational and to to each person. For instance, like there's the alcoholic gene. They know that alcoholism is a disease. So some people are predisposed to overuse alcohol, right? So those people probably shouldn't go to bars, but they don't know who that is. You don't know it till you get into it, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's a situational thing per person. There's also people that have the alcohol gene and know themselves, then then don't go into bars. Mm -hmm. So that is a slippery slope, but you can kind of manage the slippery slope. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't think I have that gene, so I, I don't know how that works. I think sl the slippery slope argument is also a, a fun alliteration, but it is a way to just kind of say, I'm right. And listen to me, like you don't have to back anything up. You're like, well, this will happen. Like you say, if you let kids stay up past 9 p.m., they're going to become insomniacs and they won't be functioning adults. Like there's no, nothing to back that up. It's just a way to throw something out there to uh, scare people. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely a very big fear tactic, right? And it, in political spectrums, it kind of grabs the headlines and shakes someone into believing something. But and it always comes down to something we say about all the time on the repost. Do you know yourself, right? If you know you're an alcoholic, you don't go to a bar. If you know you're not getting an abortion, you're not afraid about abortions. It's how well do you know yourself when someone is using the slippery slope diatrope on you? Yeah, I think I've, I, maybe this is 
just a reminder for me, but I've bought into that before because it's like, well, that makes sense. Like it's the, I think the danger of, of that thing of saying, if this happens, then this will happen is like on a very surface level, it tracks. You're like, okay, well, yeah, I, I guess if weed is a gateway drug, I've been told that my entire life, that'll turn, if it's legalized, everyone's going to start using it. And then everyone's going to start doing hardcore drugs. Like you can kind of uh, buy into that on a surface level, but when you get into it, you're like, well, is that really true? I mean, it's been legal and I don't know how long it's been legal in California, legal in Colorado. It's not something that like, I started doing because it became legal and um, I don't know anyone that's using heroin now that was previously uh, ingesting THC. Well, I mean, it's somewhat true, right though. You, you would assume there's probably any many studies about this. People don't go right to heroin. There's probably, a, you know, you do something else before you use heroin. I'm assuming I'm not used heroin, but I feel like there's yeah. probably some reason to that. I mean, there's probably some reason to it. And I think weed is something that you can point at. This show is taking a different turn. But like, I think that's more of um, your personality and like where not knowing yourself or having a traumatic background. Like, I think that more likely is going to increase your uh, likelihood to trying a more hardcore drug than um, because you tried weed. I, I don't think there's a direct correlation. There probably is it, but also too, I kind of like to think of this idea of slippery slope with Rudy, Juni, Rudy Giuliani when he was mayor of New York City, right? He vowed to clean up Times Square. It was full of prostitutes, drugs, and all these peep show places. And he, if you committed the smallest of crimes in Times Square, you were put in jail or kicked out or whatever the case. And he really kind of cleaned up Times Square just by saying, if you commit the smallest of crimes, you won't commit the biggest of crimes. So sometimes like, I feel like the slippery slope art idea concept sometimes works. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it does, but I think when you take the massive leap, like uh, if Vietnam becomes communist, the world will become communist. I mean, I've seen a version of that happen just in front of me in Los Angeles. Like if you let um, people camp out on the sidewalks, more people will do it. The homeless population during the lockdown in 2020 became massive in Los Angeles in part because it was allowed or maybe it was more visible because they weren't um, getting one off the streets because it was a, a safety issue. So that's another slippery slope. I think the, the danger is saying something to the extreme and people buying into that without there being any backup. I do believe in seminary, if you're a Baptist preacher, they say you have to use the term slippery slope every other sermon or you, in fact, go to hell. I think it's a definite tool of Southern Baptist preachers. Yeah, I have a friend that uh, was a theologian at SMU in Dallas, and he was saying that's true, and it has to be your second point, because every sermon is three points, and so your second point needs to be slippery slope, because then you can, and then you can bring it home with your third point. You can't, you can't use it otherwise. I say pastors or whatever, because once again, it's like an all or nothing dualistic thinking. There's never gray. And I feel like sometimes we would that preachers want to make it simple when there's a lot of gray. It's not as black and white as you do this. You're going to hell. There's a lot of gray in there. Yeah. And like you said, for it's a good headliner, it's a good soundbiter. It's a good, very digestible. If this, then that. And um, it's not it's I would say most of the time not true. So when you hear that, grab a cup of tea, say, hold on. Say it again and spit in their face. <laughs> Everyone loves a good spit take. 
Well, if your uh, hot water is brewed, please reach out. You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew for Black Tea Larry. Thanks for stopping by.